This is episode 18 of the OwnStream podcast with Stephen and Teresa. Hey everyone, welcome to the OwnStream podcast. Thanks for joining us this week. Uh, I'm Teresa Scoba. And I'm Stephen Shelley. Welcome. Thanks for being with us. We have a short podcast this week. I'm um, just coming right back from a really, really amazing uh, long weekend, almost week away in Sedona, um, where we attended a Bentinho Massaro retreat, which I think we probably highlighted on our last podcast with Corey Katuna that we were going to go off and do that. So we um, we're, we're coming back in, re-entry into our lives, into society <laughs> from this retreat and thought we'd spend... Um, spend this this podcast just giving a short update on where we are because we have a lot of transitions happening. Yeah, so very quickly before we dive into that kind of uh, very rich, exciting topic, we want to update you on our little van progress, which I'll do. Um, we, as you may or may not know, but in a, just about two months, we've set a date, July 20th, we're leaving for parts unknown. We know that there will be a week spent in Yosemite in early August, but on or around July 20th, we're leaving um, in a van that we are currently converting, a Sprinter van. So anyway, if you want to, if you're interested in that, a lot of that's uh, we're chronicling that on Instagram at own underscore stream. But right now we're just finishing up the soundproofing. Now that we're back from this trip, um, we'll have a lot of time to devote to the next phase, which will be installing windows, the fan in the roof, the bench, the two-seater bench, and then the uh, passenger seat too, putting the floor back in, and then insulation. And then we'll start getting into the walls and the more fun stuff. So anyway, that's where that all stands. We are now going to really be drilling down into that project because some other stuff has ended. So that'll be, that's exciting. We'll actually get started on that more intensely today, in fact. So, yeah. So anyway, yeah, Sedona, Bentinho, (laughs) Endless Bliss. (laughs) That was the, the title of the retreat was Realizing Endless Bliss. And for some context, we've been... I guess, interested or following Bentinho for about a year. It actually, he came into our, on our radar, if you will, just after our daughter was born last year. And um, so we've been interested in his ideas, his academy. We have, through uh, live streaming, followed pretty much every event since then online. Sedona, there was one back in the fall. There was a boulder, a couple of boulder things at the end of last year where Bentinho used to live, there was a very um, interesting, fascinating, in fact, event in St. Thomas in January. And then, and, and in the middle of that retreat, his kind of world just changed right in front of everybody's eyes as a teacher. And I won't get too much into that. Those of you who are followers of Bentinho, like we are kind of probably already know what we're talking about, but his teaching just changed right there on the spot in the middle of an interaction, which was absolutely fascinating. Um, and then the whole seminar changed, and it took on a completely different character, and it became something kind of amazingly helpful for us. Um, and since then, his his world has reorganized itself around, a, I guess, a purer maybe focus to his teaching, and he moved from Boulder to Sedona. And so 
as you probably know, um, some a few weeks ago, he conducted what's called the Sedona experiment with 12 people. That's well documented, um, at least through uh, not it, through Corey Katuna's eyes. It's documented in in the last episode of the Onstream podcast. <clears throat> I think everybody had their own experience there, which was probably diverse and interesting and um, deep. Anyway, if you're interested in that, explore that uh, episode 17 where we talked to Corey, and she shares very beautifully about her experience. Two weeks intense kind of practice in the desert, um, surrounded by the red rocks of Sedona, very beautiful and kind of a iconic-seeming uh, activity. Anyway, then there was a five-day retreat in Sedona with Bentinho, with a, a, a number of people, probably at least 100, 150 people there, um, we live stream much of that, and then we hit the road, and, and um, so we have some to uh, to go through kind of at the end of that. And then on the weekend, Saturday and Sunday, he had a separate two-day retreat with different a different group. Some people had stayed on from the five-day retreat, made it a seven-day retreat. People like Teresa and I came for just those two days. Um, so, And it's all about endless bliss, which, as he humorously <laughs> points out in the first session in the in the larger uh, retreat is <laughs> a bit of a um as he referred to it as clickbait like hey let's let's see if we can entice you into this because that is on the tail end of this practice that he presents or this teaching that he presents but it may not happen in the way that people anticipate and so much of the retreat is all about kind of pulling that apart understanding that and trying to directly point to that experience, which we will talk about through our limited view, the two days that we were there, and through our own kind of um, uh, receiving of that. Yeah, um, it was so crystal clear. And I think, you know, Stephen and I have talked on the podcast, we talked on our initial episode one, we've talked with guests throughout, we talk on the website for own stream about um, spiritual path, spiritual progress, spiritual pursuit. Uh, we've both been engaged in this work for a long time, sure. a number of years, Stephen longer than I. Um, but Bentinho, you know, we were there for two days and he really, what he's trying to do is expedite enlightenment. <laughs> I guess, you know, I think he really is trying to, um, he used the word efficient a number of times, you know, like I think he, he wants to, he wants to say, well, he is saying that it doesn't have to take um, an entire lifetime to become free. And so, you know, as you know from our work in OwnStream and our own pursuit of freedom and the variety of ways we are and the way we've looked at this with guests on lifestyle, business, and how how the pursuit of spirit um, underlies those pursuits of freedom. You know, this is obviously something we are interested in and care about and are pursuing ourselves. So um, what was... So one of the ways he's getting at trying to make this teaching very clear um, is talking about a sense of location and how mm. our problem, he started out the, I believe he started out the five-day retreat exactly with that, you yeah. know, your problem is location. And he started out the two-day retreat with the same, your your basic problem is location. And, you know, I'll, I'll give what my interpretation sure. of that is, and Stephen can <laughs> feel free to jump in, but basically that we... You know, we've identified ourselves in a very limited way. Mm -hmm. And that 
limited way is through this identification with the the name we've been given, the personality that's been cultivated um, throughout our childhoods um, when we were not able to take care of ourselves and, you know, we're responding to our environment um, and how we've uh, developed those habits over time uh, into the personality we have. But there's this sense. And so and then we become identified with that personality and with that location, that perspective, looking out your eyes into your world, what you see around you um, and believing that is what is, um, is Mm -hmm. my sense of location. I am this person. Um, and that then and leads... And I'm here and you're there. And I'm here and you're there, right? right? Instead of we are all one being, one isness, one thing, one God, one uh, essence of creation. And so when we have that limited perspective, what comes from that is a whole host of fears um, that we need to protect ourselves, you know, because we are isolated beings in the world. And, you know, we develop those you know, ways of being in childhood and then we carry them with us. And then they um, they tend to create suffering. They tend to create uh, wars uh, because we are all pitted against one another, needing to protect ourselves instead of all being one. And so Stephen and I have been exploring these ideas for a long time. I talked in the first podcast about my spiritual awakening on the subway in New York City, <laughs> which was really this with this awakening, beginning awakening of a sense of from a limited perspective, I am my mind, I am Teresa, I am a person who does X, Y, Z. I grew up here. I um, perform in this way at work, in school, and I have all these identifications with this to a kind of stepping back to what was there before I was named Teresa and, you know, this this other sense of presence and energy. And I think a lot of people have who, who are engaged in spiritual paths have this moment um, that they then want to cultivate. And that's mm-hmm. why we meditate and we're looking for that greater sense of who we are that is before all of that and beyond and eternal and absolute. And so, yeah, I'll stop there and let Stephen jump in. <laughs> no, that was really good. I was, um, I was kind of thinking about what you were saying and uh, taking it in and, and reflecting through your eyes on the experience too. Um, you know, I've done a lot of retreats and I was involved in the Gurdjieff work for many years and we would go off on these extraordinary work periods um, where we'd go deep into into nature, at least in my case, uh, my group at least, would go deep into nature in a cabin and we would all work together and meditate and discuss things and it's amazing. I mean, really, some of the most vivid moments of my life um, were contained there, but these two days with Bentinho were as vivid, um, even though it wasn't, it's a somewhat artificial environment, a retreat. It's not somewhat, it is artificial uh, in a way, um, though there's extreme value in that, <clears throat> kind of leaving all these things behind and kind of cultivating, to use your word, a deeper uh, sense of my own context, a deeper sense of myself. And um, you're right, Teresa, you put it beautifully about kind of what what this notion of what am i what, what mm-hmm. am i who am i what is the what is that really what 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 is the fundamental aspect of that and that's kind of what bentinho was talking about a lot this what he referred to as isness which is <laughs> tantalizing you know it's so simple it's so clear and yet the normal way of processing information doesn't it, it can't receive that 
like I can't receive that through my mind. I can't think about it. I can, and maybe that helps, but it doesn't fully do the job. There's another way to receive that. <laughs> um, but so so there's there's this kind of it opens up the question of what is isness and and what fundamentally am I? What is that actually? And he makes this astounding statement, at least to me, it was astounding, um, that what we perceive as real is actually not real. And that I can, we're sitting here at a desk, I'm going to tap this desk, maybe you can hear me tapping this desk, and even though I feel this desk, I'm resting my elbow on this desk, I'm making a sound on that desk, there's really no way to prove that that desk is actually there. Yes, my bo- there is a system inside of me, a neurological system that is interpreting data that is telling me that there's something hard here that's making a sound. But, but that's happening inside of my own consciousness. It's actually, I can't prove that that's there outside of my consciousness, which I can, ta- I can taste the reality of that statement in, in, in glimpses. Um, and so by, by kind of inviting that kind of content in, we begin to kind of look in a new way at what we are. And the rabbit hole is very deep. <laughs> and we by no means are we experts. By no means do we speak for Bentinho or his teaching or this seminar. This is our very rough sketch of what our experience was. And I don't, I don't even know if I'll know what my full experience was for some time. I mean, I think we're still very much digesting and settling into what occurred for us. Um, but it's kind of this fundamental question of what is that isness, and can I experience that? And, and maybe more than just experience it, can I y- unite with that? Can I join that? Can can I live from a place of that high plateau, if you will, and that my daily life, I'll speak for myself, is largely consumed with bouncing off of various um, identifications that trigger emotional reactions that I become identified with, and it's a, it's a, it's a cycle. It's a cycle. Yeah, it, you know, coming back from the retreat has been a really good um, lens through which to look at the teaching because Bentinho, as Stephen said, he's talking about what what am I? Um, and, you know, he, he talks about stepping back. Okay, if I'm not like this personality, let me step back and, and look at what I'm aware of and then can I unite with that sense of awareness and then, you know, even beyond the sense of being is that what was there before being and, you know, it's this, you can keep kind of going back um, layers and, but coming back into our daily lives, um, there's a lot to identify with and a lot to bounce off of, as Stephen said, you know, so we came back from this retreat, we had, you know, you, and you (laughs) go away to a retreat and you, oh, you have a glimpse of freedom and awakening and the beyond your life. We should say that, yes, we both had very real, tangible experiences of something much greater, much more alive, much more real, much more true. Like that occurred for both of us in glimpses. And it's like, it's like getting a little taste of it that is kind of beckoning you for more, beckoning you for more, beckoning you for more. So, so you have this experience of these two days and then as you were saying. And then we come we came back and you know 
we have so much going on right now, um, and 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 it's great. It's so good, um, and, and we'll it's get all Bentinho's fault. It is all Bentinho's I mean, fault that all, we have all this excitement. this change happening in our <laughs> lives, and we'll get to what what Bentinho calls the allowable thoughts, um, yeah. which I'll talk about. We'll talk about in a second, but. So, so it's all really great stuff, but we have a lot of logistics, you know. We have we're we're develop we're building a van to travel in for extensively, possibly live in for some period of time. We're we are um, you know I'm transitioning in some jobs down to uh, fewer hours, and we're negotiating that. And I'm you know we're working on the business together, and we have a baby, and we do no longer have paid childcare, so we have grandma coming to help, and we're balancing out our time. And so. All these logistics, right? Mm-hmm. And so then it's like we come back and we're just bouncing off against each other with these com- competing priorities and the setup of our life. And you know, the 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 appeal of a retreat is 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 really hearkening, I think, because and Bentinho calls it. You know, he's part of what Stephen said that we, you know, we it's his fault is that we're trying to shed a lot of the trappings yeah. of our life lives to um, to focus more on this pursuit of freedom this pursuit of god this pursuit of the truth and that's really what we've been since we started and it is about a year um since we started watching listening to being compelled by bentinho's teaching and its crystal clarity um that we've just been wanting to create all this change in our lives and 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 strip down to really the essentials so that we can spend time more more and more and more and more as much as possible of our time in this pursuit yeah, and, and of course we're. I'm teasing when I say it's been Tino's fault. He's inspired us <laughs> to take very bold steps and to conceive of awakening and living a life from a place of joy as 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 absolutely possible. So, um, if that's interesting to you, you owe it to yourself to check what he's doing out. Um, we have a limited amount of time, um, so we'll we'll kind of take things forward a bit, but. Um, you know, a, a couple of other highlights from this um, seminar, uh, this retreat. Bentinho at the very end shared a four-step meditation process, which I won't go into. Um, it's it's not really my place, I think, to to com- to share that here. But to say that it is a direct experiential um, practice of connecting more with my awareness, and then the exciting. Um, possibility of actually observing my awareness and knowing that if something is observing something, if I'm noticing something, if I'm if I'm able to observe my awareness, then my awareness is not the the fundamental aspect. There's something not else who there. I am. Not who I am. There's something else there, even more real. And so, awareness as is a, a kind of lens through which to explore what's beyond that. And that is um, extraordinary. Um, get a little choked up even thinking about what that means because, for, you know, we've both been very interested in kind of spiritual matters for a long time and done wonderful things. All of it's been great. But that clarity, that beautiful model, if you will, for understanding what's real is it's it's a it's a tremendous gift Uh, so that's kind of what i wanted to say is that he's bringing a very a blessed teaching and it's filled with grace and he is really kind of this um, wonderful young man who has enormous charm and for me his eloquence his ability to talk about 
these things is really unlike anything I've ever experienced. So he gives you that practice at the end. And then I'll also, I will share the three allowable thoughts because so much of our thinking is all about identification and this false notion of who we are. Um, but there are three allowable thoughts. One of, and, and I don't think he, I hope they don't mind me sharing this because it's, it's data. It's not like I'm teaching, but this mm-hmm. is like, these are things that were written written on a piece of paper. <laughs> Teresa's cringing like, oh boy. I said it, I said it. Now I think, can we share it? But, well, but Bentinho, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so one of them is, is, is the kind of fundamental positive um, view of life. Everything's going amazingly well for me. I'm in a, the perfect place for me. Everything's great right now. His, one of his great affirmations, maybe the only one he's ever given. This is the only one I've ever come across. Although, again, just a year of being in and around this teaching, but is everything's going so well for me on all levels in all ways and always to no end. And as you say that more and more and more, it permeates you in a way that is really unlike anything else. So there's that. That's an allowable thought. Something like that. It doesn't have to be word for word, but that is the general attitude. Second is service to others, which is a whole rabbit hole in and of itself. If you're interested in that, the raw material, law of one stuff, talks a lot about that. Bentinho, I'm sure there are videos about it. And then last but not least, the third allowable thought is to let go of all all of that and any other thought and just dissolve back into this practice of awareness and uh, heightened consciousness. Um, so, yes, I think the last thing we wanted to talk about was integrating. So you leave an event like that and you taste something Let's call it bliss. Or let's call it something far greater than maybe what we've ever known. And then you're driving down Highway <laughs> 8 <laughs> back into your life. And there is this kind of contrast, somewhat extreme. And, and we have a life that we enjoy. We love our life. And, um, and yet, compared to that, there's a contrast. And so what we did that we would do differently next time is if you're going to a retreat like that or um, a Bentinho event perhaps or anything, maybe create a little on-ramp, if you will, (laughs) or off-ramp that is gradual back into your life. Ours was rather abrupt. We came back Tuesday and then Wednesday. We had a full schedule, and it was a little jarring for both of us. Very classic us because we, we like, get back the night before and we, like, have – we've arranged like five different things we're supposed to do the next day. Like it's just, it's, and that's part of what, that's part of our personalities. Yeah, totally. So (laughs) anyway, like, like just think about that as if, if, if you're, if you're heading off to something like an event like that, or, or certainly a Bentinho event, maybe create a little more of our, our notion of time there for you to integrate, let go, kind of merge back into your life, something more gradual. Ours was kind of abrupt. And the other thing I want to say about what Bentino's doing on that note is that he's, you know, he's trying to, he is creating an intentional community around self-realization in Sedona. So as Stephen mentioned, if you are around the area uh, check this out. You know, we'll we'll put some info in the show notes about uh, where to find Bentinho. Um, but Bentinho has a new platform, Bentinho Masaro TV, and so we can include that info where he's uh, live streaming these meetings that he's doing in Sedona too. So if you're not in the area, you can be a part of this virtual community. There are a few platforms through Facebook and that that TV platform. Yeah, and I, you know there was the first such meeting last night, and so we watched it through. We watched some of it through the 
through the website, but if you're within earshot of Sedona, you owe it to yourself to go to one of these. They're free, as far as I know. And you, well, again, we'll link to where you can find out more about those. But you should go to those to, to just be in the presence of this teaching, him, the atmosphere created through the people. There's some wonderful people involved with Bentinho on his team. There were wonderful people at the event. Um, for us, it's kind of a dream come true. We intend to connect more with this in the ways that we can. Um, there's an event coming up in Sedona in September, I believe. There's something in the Netherlands in the summer, maybe July. If you're in Europe hearing this and are interested, think about that. But if you're in, in the western U.S., and there's a free meeting coming up in Sedona. I think so. I think they're going to be on Wednesday nights. There may be more. Don't hold me to that. I think there is the intention to do more than that per week. You owe it to yourself if you're interested at all in this to go visit and be in the presence of this for two hours on a on a weekday night. Um, it's a very small commitment, but it's a special thing, I think, and I think you would agree, Teresa. Okay, so we got to wrap up. Um, yeah, we'll put all links to this in the show notes, um, but um, this was our experience over the weekend and definitely a, a fundamental life-changing type experience for us to orient us in a way that is somewhat brand new but also kind of echoes back to something that I think both of us have known maybe our whole lives. Yeah, and, I, you know, it really is a credit to this teaching that we are accelerating at the point that we are now I think you know we like we said like Stephen just said like we've said we've both been pursuing this for a while and I'm sure it is something that we've always known that we've been trying to get back to but you know what we what we're doing through own stream and what we're doing through our creating our own stream through our our own lives is is seeking seeking this greater freedom creating this path of freedom and and while we love our lives, it, it just gets deeper and deeper into how, how free we can be because we've been very happy for a long time. Um, but there's, you know, there's this sense of something greater that I think we're both in pursuit of, this sense of greater freedom and ease and joy and bliss, if you will. And, and that's really what we're, we're orienting towards now. And I think it's really every human being's birthright. Absolutely. Is to... Is to Beckon is to follow that call, is to follow that call. And people like Bentinho are vital in that they are out there kind of calling to us to to follow whatever has worked for them. And that's really what this is. Bentinho is not a, um, he's a, he's a wonderful spiritual teacher, um, someone very accessible and that, that you and I have been drawn to and uh, we're excited for more. So coming up on the podcast and the in the ensuing weeks, this will, I guess, kind of end our at least our little two-week Bentinho Massaro burst. <laughs> Lori Katuna, thanks again to her and and to um, and this week's episode as well about our experiences. Um, upcoming episodes will take on all kinds of the typical topics that we've become familiar with: um, lifestyle design, lifestyle entrepreneurship, food and diet, and all kinds of interesting things, as well as other other points of view about spirituality and spiritual awakening because as you were talking about freedom I was reminded that there's all these outward kind of demonstrations of freedom like us in our van which is great it's very cool and, and things like that should happen and they are but the real thing is something happens someplace else so that is fundamentally what we're about so thanks for joining us um, we appreciate it and we'll be back to you next week with more 
Thanks for listening to the OwnStream podcast. To learn more and connect with us, please visit ownstream.co or follow us on Twitter at OwnStream and Instagram at own underscore stream.